You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is Tech Etc, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. In this week's Tech Etc, we're talking about antitrust once again. I have spoken about this a few times on this podcast over this year and even over the last year because a lot of developers have been fighting Apple and Google on something called in-app payment systems. What does that mean? So basically whenever you buy something on the App Store that is on an app, Apple and Google tell developers that they have to use the built-in payment systems on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And while doing so, they have to pay Apple and Google 30% of that transaction as a commission every time. Now, developers of course have a huge problem with this and many of them say that it puts undue revenue pressure on them, makes it very difficult for them to earn money and so on and so forth. Apple and Google have not budged from this for a long time except that Pressure has been mounting over the past year with a lot of companies going to courts, going to antitrust regulators. For those of you who follow this space, you probably know the case between Epic Games and Apple, which happened after Epic Games' Fortnite, the very popular battle royale game, was taken off the app stores by Apple and Google because Epic Games tried to put its own payment systems. And let's be fair, there are arguments on both sides of this. Some people think that it is an anti-competitive practice. Some people think that it is not an anti-competitive practice. And there are a lot of changes that have happened over the past year. There are a lot of developments that have happened. But nothing is bigger than what happened this week. So South Korea's National Assembly approved a landmark law, which has been nicknamed the anti-Google law because of its nature. The new law, which is basically an amendment to South Korea's Telecommunications Business Act, will stop companies like Google and Apple from enforcing their payment methods. Now, this does not mean that they cannot use their payment methods. It just means that they have to allow other payment methods on the App Store, which means that automatically there will be competition there. And if, let's say, you are a payment provider and Spotify wants to use you, because you charge, say, 10% on each payment, then Apple will have to compete with that instead of saying that, hey, you want to get on the App Store, then you have to use only my payment system and pay 30% to me. Apple, by the way, also does not allow users to install apps from anywhere else other than the App Store. And it does not allow third-party App Stores to be installed on its devices which sort of adds pressure on them for abusing monopoly power. Google allows third-party app stores to be installed. Of course, most of us would have installed apps using APKs, which also means that you can, in a way, get apps without the Google Play Store as well. But as far as the Play Store is concerned, both the companies very clearly tell developers that they have to keep using their payment methods and they cannot inform consumers about other payment methods. Which means that if Spotify wants to, it cannot put a button on its app saying, hey, you can click on this button, go to my website and pay. And by the way, Spotify does allow you to pay from their website. 
Having said that, you can of course not have the payment function on your app at all. And if you're wondering what all this applies to, it applies to pretty much any kind of in-app payment. So it includes subscriptions, it includes buying e-papers, e-magazines, it includes buying items on games. So when you buy something on PUBG, the developers craft on have to pay Google and Apple that commission as well. Now, is this anti-competitive? Whether that is true or not is something that courts will eventually decide. But South Korea obviously thinks that there should be more competition here. And the fact that one country has done it is a big deal because it sets sort of a precedent for others to follow. And yes, Indian developers have also raised their voice around this. Paytm, Razorpay, many others had approached the CCI in October last year on this very issue. Of course, they mentioned Google, not Apple, simply because Google and Android is the prevailing ecosystem in India. Apple has just about 2% of India's market. But on Thursday, that is 2nd September, a very small NGO from Rajasthan, as reported by Reuters, this NGO has filed a case in the CCI against Apple for this very issue as well. And for what it's worth, changes have been happening. So just a few days ago, Apple had announced something called a Small Developer Assistant Fund, which is worth $100 million. And it was part of a settlement for a class action lawsuit that Apple was facing in the US for the same issue. Now, of course, that money will go to the US developers. But as part of that settlement agreement, Apple said that it will now let developers use data that they have received from the App Store to reach out to developers, which means that let's say you download Netflix. Now you enter your password and you create a Netflix account. And now Netflix has your email ID. So far, Netflix was not allowed to send you an email saying, why don't you use this payment method to pay instead of say App Store? Now they can do that. But after Apple did this, many said that this barely makes a difference. Sure, it is the company loosening its chance a little, but it barely makes any difference. Now today, again, September 2nd, as part of an investigation that was going on in Japan, Apple said that it will now allow developers to actually put new payment methods on their apps. The system will come in place from next year, but essentially it means that, like I said, Netflix, Spotify, they can literally now place a message on the app saying, you do not have to use Apple's methods. You can go pay there. Now, why does it matter? Because when they do this 30% payment, a lot of developers pass on this, or at least part of the burden to the consumer, which means that, let's say if Netflix charges you 10 rupees a month, adding that 30%, Netflix, if you're using Apple's service can probably charge you 13 rupees instead because it has to pay Apple that money. So for users, that's sometimes a problem. For companies, the problem is of course the fact that they could have kept the whole money for themselves in the first place. And all of this has been a big issue for a long time. Now, of course, if you're asking whether Apple and Google should be allowed to charge something like this. Uh, my personal opinion, of course, they should, because at the end of the day, as Google has also said in a statement, it does take money to maintain the Play Store, to maintain the App Store. And at the end of the day, Google and Apple are also providing a service to the developers by creating the App Store, maintaining the App Store and all the services that come with it. 
The big problem is that given the fact that these two are the pre-installed app stores, it gives these two companies enormous power over the app ecosystem, which is why a lot of companies have gone to governments and gone to courts saying, "Hey, I understand that this is a sort of a private enterprise, but this is just too huge now for governments not to intervene." And like I said, there are a lot of governments that are wondering what to do with it. So what has happened over this week is probably some of the biggest developments that we have seen in this space and I can see a lot of developers who are really happy with it. In the long run, it may not mean a lot for you and me, but yeah, in some cases you might see subscription charges going down. Maybe some in-app items will become cheaper as well. But of course, we'll have to wait and find out. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it. and what else you would want me to cover you can find me on instagram and twitter at undertaker yes you heard that right that's u n t e r t e c h e r you can also give us feedback at ht smartcast we're present on facebook twitter and instagram and please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.